And it sure is this candle burn And if you're lost Begged you Finished you Welcome to Prince Track by Track, I'm your host Darren, and today we're going to be talking about the same December from Chaos and Disorder. Recorded late 1994 at Paisley Park and released on the 9th of July 1996. On the track you have Prince, Michael B, Sonny T, Mr Hayes and Tommy Barbarella. That is one, two, three keyboardists on this track. Uh, the track itself is 3 minutes 23 and joining me to talk about it today is Eric Harza. Hello Eric. Hello Darren. Uh, this song for a genre, I think I can I can confidently just say rock, rock song. yeah. Um, heavy guitar in this yeah although there's also a little kind of element of like a protest in it as well yeah. um but I, I mean i'd say most of that is actually in the video rather than the lyrics um you know the lyrics themselves they're kind of um you know, they're, i mean there's a little bit maybe talking about the music business where you have like the golden idol and all that kind of stuff mm. um, but i feel like you know the actual kind of protest that takes place is in the video that prince you know shot for a, a book 50 um, in his in his uh, in his garage or something. I don't. I, like, obviously and it just, looks like it. <laughs> yeah, just using one of the st- the standing sets that they had in um, uh, in uh, in Paisley Park. Um, you know. Yeah. I mean, interestingly enough, like in the video, they have like um, uh, the the astrological symbols for um, Cancer and Libra and Scorpio. Myself, I am a Cancer, and my mom is a Libra. So I don't know what message Prince was trying to send to me and my huh. mother. Um, to you personally yeah um but you know we can get into the video later because i feel we have to kind of start with um you know the lyrics um and you know prince uh, he he lays out what will turn up in the video where he says uh, one was black and the other was white and they understood so little that they spent their whole lives trying to tell each other what time it was and all along it did not matter because because and then we go to the chorus. Now, I mean, obviously, the kind of like one side is black and the other is white. Uh, in the video, yeah. um, Tommy Barbarella will literally be painted one side black and the other one side, side black, white. one side white. Yeah. Um, but I mean, you know, to me, the kind of the idea, you know, obviously, from my point of view, I remember this, you know, the Star Trek episode where you had uh, Frank Gorshin yeah. painted half black, half white. Um, I think which was called Let That Be Your Last Battlefield um, and then someone else was painted half black half white <laughs> so they were basically just kind of mirror images and yet the other one thought that the you know the one was the the ter- most terrible people inferior. in the world inferior yeah, yeah and, and yeah. you know they were more and they should be the superior ones and they should you know be in charge and you know, and obviously, you know, to, to James T. Kirk, it made no sense because basically they were the exact same, except, you know, one was the mirror. Image to him, yeah. Um, but yeah, so, you know, I kind of like, I like kind of Prince here, um, you know, starting from that point of view. And um, and I, I do like the phrase, you know, trying to tell each other what time it was, particularly as when Prince sings this, um, you know, he starts out kind of um, very kind of like high. Uh, with the one side was black and the other was white, you know. And then as soon as he gets into they they tried that they spent their whole lives trying to uh, tell each other what time it was. The music kind of hits this mm-hmm. groove, um, and and kind of throughout the song it'll go between you know the kind of uh, you know the main kind of riff of the chorus and this kind of groove that keeps coming back in the verses. At the end of at the end of you know most of the I mean the end Prince links it to the chorus by saying because because and then we get that you only know what you know. You only see what your heart will show. You only love what your soul remembers. We all come from the same December. And in the end, that's mm. where we'll go. So let's go. Um, and then, you know, you kind of get a little bit of a, a kind of a fill just before we go back to the kind of the verse. 
you know, and I, I mean, the course itself, um, you know, I, I feel, you know, the idea of you only know what you know, which is kind of Prince saying that, you know, from your viewpoint, that's all you can really know. You know, you, you, you don't know yeah. the experience of other people. Um, you know, it's, you know, if you, you can empathize with people, but there's only so much of, of their kind of life that you can kind of get perspective on. Um, you know, I think that's, uh, you know, a fairly solid idea. Um, you know, for what is a song on a contractual obligation album? <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Know, it's not like Prince is just kind of throwing this song off. He's, you know, he's putting a bit of thought into it. And you know, you only you only see what your heart will show, and you only you only love when your soul remembers. Um, and then we all come from the day, same December, which in itself uh-huh. I think is a bit of an odd idea. I mean, I'm not quite sure what the December is meant to represent here, but I guess I think it's a death and rebirth thing. So. You only love when your soul remembers that we all come from the same place. Like we're all going to be born and we're all going to die. Like yeah. that's just the commonality that we all share. I mean, I guess maybe like the idea of um, you know Janus, you know the you know the god of rebirth. So De- yeah, December yeah. is right before that. So you know maybe this is kind of the 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 end before we get to the rebirth. Mm-hmm. Though you know I don't think Prince was you know one for uh, you know any kind of Buddhist philosophy. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. You know he was strictly Christian. Uh, so I don't think reincarnation was ever on his, uh, you know, ever on his radar. But yeah, mm-hmm. you know, and then we kind of go back to the there once was a golden idol that went to the winners. Uh, needless to say, it didn't make them feel any less a sinner. Huh. I, I don't know if this is Prince taking a shot at award shows or, you know, Grammys or the Emmys or whatever it is. Because, you know, in the in the lobby to Paisley Park, there was, you know, Prince's numerous Grammys um, and his Oscar and, you know, various oh. other awards that he won. So, um, you know, it's not like Prince wasn't averse to kind of collecting an award. Um, and, you know, when promoting some albums in the 90s and kind of early 2000s, he did kind of show up for kind of, um, uh, you know, like Lifetime Achievement Awards at various award shows that so he could perform a couple of songs and promote an album. So, so yeah, um, yeah. you know, it's not like he was above that. But, you know, I, I mean, I kind of like the fact that he says Golden Idol. Um, you know, rather than, you know, I mean, he could have said award, he could have said anything there, but he kind of uses the biblical language of saying golden idol and then tying it into say, needless to say, uh, it didn't make them feel any less a sinner. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, we get, you know, Prince once again going into his lower voice saying, because the very next morning, the whole damn world was the same. Uh, and I like the little, I love when Prince does an interjection when he does the yes, it was. Yes, it was. Yeah. <laughs> and the idol's still shining, but the voice inside it said, there ain't no winners in this game. Um, and then we kind of go back to the chorus. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I I, kind of, I like the idea that Prince is saying here, which is, you know, it, it doesn't matter how many awards you win, they aren't going to make you kind of, they're not, they're going to make you feel better. Um, and, you know, there ain't no winners in this game. I think it's a bit harsh because, you know, obviously, uh-huh. if you... I, I think a poor person would object and say that, oh, well, my world doesn't feel like <laughs> it's, it's any... Any better than somebody else, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think for some people who... Maybe if you've won a few Grammys and an Oscar and stuff, you can kind of go, well, you know, doesn't make you feel any better. You know, there ain't no winners in this game. I'm sure some people yeah. would be like, well, I wouldn't mind, you know, maybe winning a few awards and kind of getting the acclaim and the record sales that go with that. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, I, I feel that's always kind of funny, you know, when Prince kind of sings these songs from a slightly privileged position. But uh, yeah, and, and, you know, then we get to the kind of the middle eight. Uh, where Prince has this kind of um, this guitar fill that plays underneath, uh, where he mm. says, "There once was an angel who most certainly watched over me, but if it got me through the day, is it crazy?" Um, 
And he says, yeah, I'll be crazy. <laughs> and then we kind of go into like the, the kind of the, the, the kind of the beat of the song changes and we kind of go into, I don't know, to me, it kind of it, like this, this weird syncopation kind of kicks in because when he's when he starts singing, it's like until the demons fall as far as anyone can fall when they reap what they done sowed, I'll still be standing tall. Like the, the kind of the, the way that he's, he kind of, you know, it's, it's the same kind of, um, you know, um, uh, you know, syllables as in the previous verses, but the way that Prince is singing, uh-huh. he's put the emphasis on completely different words. Um, you know, when he says, we spend our whole lives trying to dog the other man, when what we need to do is try to give him all we can. Is this the part of the song that gets slower? Yeah, that's the kind of slow part where it's kind of everything is okay, it's kind of right. very syncopated. Um, you know, just after the kind of, you know, the the guitar stuff under the, the, the you know, the once was an angel. You know, and I, you know, th- this is, of course, where we get a bit more kind of biblical stuff from Prince with the, the demons fall as far as anyone can fall. You know, they, yeah. they reap what they done sowed. And then I, I do like the fact that, you know, Prince talks about trying to dog the other man. And and he said that in a few songs where he, you know he talks about um, you know there's I can't I'm trying to remember the song it was but there's one where Prince says you know do you dog him okay you know, so so like dogging someone is obviously something the Prince uh, must relate to in some way um, <laughs> and then the song kind of speeds back up with Prince being yeah you know but uh, you only know what you know and uh, you only love it. and I like the kind of the fact that he adds the errs. Uh, you yeah, the odds are great. You only see what your heart will show, and uh, you only love what your soul remembers. We all come from the same December, and in the end, that's mm-hmm. where we'll go. So let's go. And then, of course, you know, you know, you you have a number of kind of keyboards um, solos happening all at the same time as the song finishes. And then when Prince says "Let's go" the final time, you kind of get a little guitar riff. And it's yes. also worth saying that when he does the kind of the the errs, you know, there there is like a sound that almost sounds like a dog whimpering in there. Uh, which is like a weird kind of little effect that Prince throws in. I'm not quite sure why he does. Um, but uh-huh. yeah, so, you know, I mean, kind of the end of the song, it just it does kind of come out of nowhere. You know, it's it's a, it's a simple kind of like verse, chorus, verse, chorus, and then, you know, middle eight, and then back to a kind of a, a kind of variation on the chorus before we, we get this kind of let's go. Um, like I said, the song's not terribly long. You know, it's only like about three no, it's minutes. No, it's not, yeah. And he kind of packs a lot into it, you know, and... We there was a video that was kind of made at the time, but was not released until it went onto YouTube in like November two thousand seventeen. Um, uh-huh. So it was basically about twenty years. Uh, this video was not seen. Um, you know, it it was shown like once or twice on like VH one in you know the mid nineties, and that was pretty much it. You know, um, and in the wow. video you have you know Tommy Barbarella painted with his face half half black and half white. Uh, much like in that the aforementioned Star Trek episode. And you have Prince kind of on a stage with his band and behind him you have like, it's all in black and white, I should say. You know, Prince is wearing, you know, clothing that is also half black and half white. Um, similar yeah. similar to some stuff that he wore in Graffiti Bridge. Um, and, you know, all the rest of the band members also have their faces painted half black, half white. Uh, you know, Prince has got his, um, his black, um, you know, cymbal guitar. Um, he's got his symbol painted across his face uh, with slave on one cheek. Um, and as he's performing, there's this guy in like a shirt and tie who s- seems to be watching the performance. Um, yeah, and, and then, he seems to be in charge of the record company or somehow. Yes. And he, ha- he got Prince's record. He has a he Israel. has a lifetime contract. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> lined up for Prince to sign. Um, and you know this is the kind of the funniest part is i mean when we're talking about the whole you know um you, you know the kind of uh, uh 
the, the the golden idol and stuff like that. In the video, you have like um, I think Prince's own um, like um, like gold discs from some of his sale sales like floating around. <laughs> There's like a computer yeah, graphic it, that makes them weird. kind of fly around in the air. Prince kind of signs the contract, which is delivered in a, a suitcase suitcase with a a gold symbol on it. And you know, then when we get to the kind of the there was an angel that watched over me, we have Maite dressed all in white against the black yeah. back, backdrop she kind of appears um and then you know prince um you know <laughs> after i'm i guessing gaining some success um you know part way through this song um and you know kind of when we get to the the part at the end where it kind of speeds up um you know the the, the kind of the when he says let's go to the band um, they go and basically kidnap this guy who made them sign the contract and kind of drag yeah. him out of whatever the you know the the record company is meant to be, which I'm guessing is like a back entrance to Paisley Park, and then they throw him um, into some snow, um, and, and he turns into a better roses. <laughs> yeah, he turns into a better roses. Better on fire. Sets on fire. But the thing is, because it's next to the side of Paisley Park, which has these very distinct white panels. Um, we know it's literally just the side of Prince's house. That's where he's been thrown onto the floor. Um, <laughs> so I find that funny that you know Prince kind of included that. But yeah, and then the video just fades out with like a you know a you know the the, the, the kind of half white half black ball in the middle of the screen. Um, yeah. But yeah, so I mean, you know, Prince obviously is kind of protesting <laughs> the whole kind of dispute that he's having with Warner Brothers, um, but he's he's doing it in this video. Um, and I can kind of see why Warner Brothers maybe would be reluctant to release it <laughs> because, yeah, uh, you know, it's kind of very explicit about Prince not wanting to, you know, have a lifetime contract, uh, which, to be honest with you, the contract that he signed was only for six albums and it was, you know, a hundred million dollars. Um, uh-huh. You know, the upkeep of Paisley Park was fairly expensive. You know, Prince on staff, he had like two tailors. Um, and he had like a, a, he had a chef. Yeah, I know two two full time tailors. I should say. I mean, I guess if you're Prince and you constantly have all this clothing and crazy shit, I guess two tailors does kind of make sense. Yeah, well, one of them is going to be making you clothes, while the other one is you know measuring you for some more clothes. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. so you know, Paisley Park was fairly expensive to run, and most of like a part of that hundred million was set aside to run Paisley Park for like a decade or something. Like there was an agreement. Um, you know that I can't I can't remember what it was, but like the specifics of it was like you know five million a year to just run Paisley Park, and that was kind of part of the record deal as well. You know, it wasn't contingent upon delivering any records; it was just like a, you know part of the contract. You know, yeah. so it wasn't really that onerous a contract. Um, you know, the thing that Prince objected to the most was the fact that he didn't own his masters. Um, you know, which meant that you know, I mean, by the time you get to '96, Prince has been under contract for um, what? Uh, I mean, almost 20 years. It would be 20 years in 98 he would have been under contract. So he's been under contract for 18 years. And in that time, he's put out 18 albums. So, you know, (laughs) it's not like he was stopped from putting music out at any point. He basically put music out at the pace of one album a year since he was signed. You know, so the kind of the things that Prince was protesting, um, you know, he kind of ended up being right about, you know, a lot of artists these days get to keep their masters. Um, you know they you know the record companies get to make money off them for a number of years and then they revert back so you know the stuff that he was protesting about like that you know was kind of fairly important it's just the fact that you know he's trying to make out like a contract that basically lasted i mean from beginning to end four years is a lifetime contract you know and (laughs) and and he also has to run this extremely expensive studio um you know so it's not like he hadn't got 
bills. You know, like I don't know. I I I mean, I'm I'm sort of on Prince's side in that I wanted him to kind of keep control of his music and stuff. But at the same time, you know, he was living in such a, a way that meant, you know, really Warner Brothers needed something for the hundred million that they were spending. You know, this video obviously is a little bit of. You know, it's it's shot on the same stage that was inside Paisley Park. Uh-huh. It's 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 not like Prince wasn't didn't have the freedom to just go and make a video whenever he wanted. Um, but at the same time, there's no reason why you know Warner Brothers would have to release the video that was essentially very critical of uh, of them. Um, so yeah, you can see why they wouldn't. You know, he he was kind of right about you know parts of the contract, but at the same time. You know, uh, the idea that it's a lifetime contract when it basically only ended up lasting four years again. And this is the point at which Prince's, you know, Chaos and Disorder was essentially the last um, album released under that contract. And so Prince protesting it in the video as a lifetime contract, literally at the time when the release of this album took him out of the contract, is is kind of a little bit kind of disingenuous. It's like, you know, you're out of the contract, yeah. Prince. You don't you don't need to start keep throwing stuff at Warner Brothers now. They've 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 kind of let you go. Just <laughs> just kind of, you know, live with that and uh, you know, and and you know, just kind of put out the music you want to put out. But yeah, yeah. I mean, it's still a little funny just the fact that he he, ins- he insisted his band members paint their faces half white and half black and they all kind of mm-hmm. stare at the camera so seriously as well. That's the thing that kind of amuses me the most about this video. Um, it is pretty funny. Yeah, um, you know, and Prince, he never performed this song live. <laughs> I mean, Chaos and Disorder was an album that Prince never really promoted. You know, you know, this this wasn't really an album that Prince kind of promoted that much. Um, you, uh. you know, and you know, the video for the same December. I'm not even sure why they made a video for it because it was never released as a single or anything. I guess it's just Prince wanted to. Yeah, th- this is his version of a protest. Yeah is kind of whining on a music video about <laughs> how unfair his contract was that he signed. He knew exactly what it was. He knew what the terms were. But yeah, so I mean, you know, and I couldn't find any covers of this either. You know, it's, you know, it's, it's basically is kind of the quintessential album track. Though, you know, the fact that there's a video for it, I feel is, you know, maybe giving it a little bit more profile. And, uh, yeah, you know, I, I think I think if someone wanted to cover this, it's, you know, it's, it's a fairly straight rock song. And I think, you know, it could be done quite well. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, for me, I would have to say, um, you know, a four out of five. Uh, and I think it's only the fact that I, for me, it feels a little too short. Like I could live with another, uh, okay. I could live with another minute of this, um, you know, yeah, and then it would be a five out of five. But yeah, for, for three minutes and 23, it feels like Prince really goes through, you know, a few different versions, you know, kind of a few different modes. It's like a, you know, a very kind of fast part and a very slowed down part. And then towards the end, you have the kind yeah. of the whimpering dot. Like it, it does quite a lot of stuff in three minutes, which I think is really good. But oh, I would say I'm going to give it a 3.5 out of five. I think I tend to do about 0.5 less than you almost every time. But uh, yeah, it's a decent song. It's not exactly. Like, I, I could see a lot of other artists doing a song like this. So it doesn't feel like it's eminently Prince in the way that I think about. And I guess that's one that I've been kind of discovering what exactly Prince is by listening to all these different songs. But yeah, it, it's a decent enough song. Uh, it's more heavy on the rock and roll kind of aspect of it. And I, I think I kind of can't separate the music video from uh, the song. <laughs> it, the imagery just pairs so interestingly with the lyrics that, uh, yeah, I can't unsee it. 
Um, well, okay, I feel like we said about as much as we possibly can about the same December, so let's go to plugs. Is there anything you wish to plug, Eric? Sure. You can follow me on Twitter at capital E underscore capital H-A-R-Z-1138, and my podcast on iTunes is called Topic TBD Podcast. Check that out. And you can find us on Facebook at Prince Track by Track or on Twitter at Prince Podcast, or you can email us, not sure why you would, at PrinceTrackByTrack at <laughs> gmail.com. Thanks as well for being my guest here, Eric. Hey, my pleasure, Darren. And otherwise, let's go. Let's go.